Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. I'll pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, here we go, everybody. Super Talk Eagle Hour back on the air. Bob and Kelly, we're in the Southern Bank Core Studio here in Hattiesburg. Luke at the Southern Bank Core Studio in Laurel. We're glad you're with us wherever you're tuned in. We're going to be hearing from Nick Monastere a little later in the show. It's a name you're going to hear a lot now that baseball season is here. About to hook up with Dima Mixon, our go-to guy from the Student Prince and the campus of Southern Miss. But first, let me remind you about Dickie's Barbecue Pit. It is a great place to cater this weekend. Kelly, in case you want to cater my, my function, you feel free. I can give you the suite number and all that, and you can have it delivered up there. Bob, you are so kind. So kind to <laughs> think of me. Anything for you, Santa. Yeah, thank Anything you. Anything for you. Dickie's Barbecue Pit, great place to uh, cater your weekend events, uh, no matter where on the campus and your home or your business and just a wonderful place to take your family uh, to dinner it's always good and we appreciate everything that uh, those guys do for us all right let's get started it's hard to believe but it is two days away from opening day so we want to go to our ace reporter from the southern miss campus and newspaper dima mixon and dima it's always good to have you on the eagle hour how are you hey hey guys how y'all doing uh always good to be back on thanks for having me on i'm I'm standing outside right now. I'm sitting outside at Southern Miss right now just because of how gorgeous weather it is outside. And hopefully we can get a little bit of this weather this weekend because that would be pretty fun. There you go. Now, Dima, before we went on the air, you confessed to us that you had never been to one of our clients, and that's Lenny's Sub Sandwich Shop on Hardy Street. (laughs) Now, Dima, take this advice, okay? Get your best girl, take her down there, get you a big Philly cheesesteak sandwich, and, and you will just eat your way right into her heart. It is the best sandwich you can eat anywhere, Damon. Trust me on that. All right. Well, I'll, I'll let my fiance know, and, and, I'll, and I might take her over soon. Yes. Bob has Valentine's date experience at least. Yes, that's, oh, okay. uh, that's my Valentine's date uh, was today. And the only thing that would be different for me is it would be any girl. You know, and, and two Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah, at least. <laughs> how much does she get? If if there's two cheesesteaks ordered, how much does she actually Oh, she, we're, we're going Dutch treat, which is probably why. <laughs> that's why you never have a date. Yeah, that's probably why. Well, yeah. That's one of the reasons. Well, we, we've discovered a, that. We won't okay. get into the other reasons. Really. <laughs> okay. Hey, Dave, it's always good to have you on the show. We're just two days away, and I know you yeah. keep a close ear to the baseball uh, world there at Southern Miss. So, uh First of all, just give us your expectations for the team. And if you were going to lend advice to our fan base, what would you tell them you think to expect early on in the year? Yeah, of course. Uh, well, first off, it, it is unbelievable, right? I mean, it feels like we were just walking off the field at, yes. after the Tennessee Super Regional. and We're already here again. I feel like I say that every single year. 
uh, obviously two days away um, from the opening series, uh, Friday at 4. Um, I'd say advice for the fans, uh, I would probably just say hold your expectations uh, for a little bit. This is a obviously six new pieces of the lineup uh, for, for Friday's matchup. You're going to have six new faces who you haven't seen in the lineup ever. Um, so it's going to take a minute for them to gel. I mean, I do think that they're obviously a lot better than the, the, the opponent with respect to Mars that they're playing this weekend. Um, so I do feel like they'll, they'll be able to gel well this weekend. But as you get into some of the harder non-conference uh, opponents, um, don't be shocked if it's a little harder for them to gel. Um, and I think like we talked about last time on the show, um, you know, it, it, it's normally like that. And, and, you know, fans will be calling for Ostrander's job by February, February 30th at least. Um, but... <laughs> but you got to give them some time, and they'll eventually hit their stride. Or this might be a team who hits their stride early in the season. You never know. It's kind of a that's kind of one of the things about this team is we really just don't know. There's so much unproven right. talent uh, throughout the lineup that we really don't know. But we 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 have expectations and we have predictions. Keep us keep us surprised of how soon that happens, uh, Dima. I'm going to say it's not going to be the end of February before we see the first post demanding that Oz be fired. Um, I I don't know. I won't speak to when it will happen, but I do think that uh, next week uh, against Missouri State, I think Missouri State's actually a pretty good ball club. Um, They have some good hitting power, some good arms. So I think that Southern Miss might struggle in that series where before they might not struggle in that series, Um, and then a couple of midweeks coming up. So I don't know about when the fans will start with calling for the job. It might be in the fifth inning on Friday. You never know. It's still zero to zero. So <laughs> you're right about it. Zima. It looks like uh, D- Zima. I see. I've got the drink on my mind again. Yeah. Dima. Um, when it looks like most of the positions are pretty well settled, how do you see first base and catcher shaken out ultimately? Yeah, I, I think both positions are definitely. Um, up for grabs as far as throughout the season. But as far as starting on Friday, I really do think at first base uh, they're going to go with Matthew Russo. I think that's a – they're just going to go with the guy that they feel has been a part of the program, kind of has more of a veteran presence. Uh, and I think that it wouldn't be a a, um, a position that would necessarily be, um, how do you say, given to him almost, like that it's for certain for his – for the rest of the season. Um, and then as far as catcher, um, man, they, they got a lot of people there who really, really are uh, in a good position for, for catcher. Um, I'm, but I think that they're going to put Lawson Odom back there. The, when I talked to um, when I talked to Coach Oz on our, on our show a couple of weeks ago, they just every single time we mentioned catcher, he's always talking about Lawson Odom. He's always talking about how great he is. And I went to the scrimmage on Monday – and uh, it looked like practically the starting lineup that was on the gold team, and Lawson Odom was back there at catcher with Matt Matsuriso at first. There we go. Luke, get in here with Dima. Um, you mentioned in your preview article, Dima, that there's really six bats that they want to get in the lineup, and all those guys play in the outfield. Um, yeah. You know, we we've seen before when Wilkes plays the field. You know, he he can be injury prone sometimes, and so you know, walk us walk us through. I, I talked uh, the other day to to someone uh, about you know Billy Butler, and and I mean with him and Gillespie, of course, with Wilkes, all those guys are are double digit home run potential. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, especially, I would say Billy Butler's kind of a, a bat that they probably won't have in there on Friday. Um, that they really 
you know, in, in a perfect world, you'd want him in there just because of the power that he has. But you're correct in what I said in my um, in my preview. You know, Slade Wilkes has been playing some in left field, but you're right. Where sometimes when they tried that in the past, it's kind of been uh, a detriment to his injury status. Um, and again. The scrimmage on Monday I thought really told us a lot because it really felt like to me that they had the starting lineup out there um, because Gillespie was in left field and Wilkes was the DH, um, which to me kind of gave me the, the answer there. And then obviously you're not going to take Nick Monastere off in center field. Like you, you're not going to – you've got to have Nick in there and then you have to have Carson Pato in there. So they're kind of kind of in a bind because they're some of their best bats are in the outfield. So I think you could see some switcheroos such as uh, maybe Wilkes does go to the outfield, uh, maybe on a, a Sunday or a, or even a midweek, and then they bring Gillespie, give him a break, and they 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 put in Billy Butler the DH, something like that. I think that's that's very likely. Give us, uh, we all you know, shoe in Mazza and, and Oldham, probably Mazza Friday, Oldham Saturday. Give us your you know top two arms, three arms uh, for. For for Sunday in the and if you don't name a certain guy as a starter, where will where where will his role be? Like an Armistead or a Sibley? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, uh, again, I'm going to reference back to my preview article that that's out on the site that y'all can go look at. But um, yeah, I have Friday Nico Mazza. I think they're going to want Mazza on Friday because of the velocity, and I think obviously Oldham. It's kind of a pitter pat. Whoever's not on Friday is going to be on Saturday. I said Chandler Best is going to start on Sunday. Again, I feel don't 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 quote me on that, but I feel like they're going to want a lefty presence in there. Somebody could give a little bit of velocity and give the uh, opponent something else to look at. The reason I didn't have a Civilly or an Armistead as a starter on Sunday first for Civilly, I think he would probably be the first person out of the bullpen on a Friday. So if you did throw him on a Friday, let's say you know Maza had six innings, five, six innings. They normally hold the pitch count in the beginning of the season. Um, so I feel like if, if, if Sibley can kind of go for three or four innings on Friday, he'd be good to go for a midweek start maybe. Um, and then obviously Armistead coming on Saturday, be able to relieve him sort of. So those are your first two arms out of the pin, no doubt. Um, it's just, and maybe, you know, maybe Chandler Best in my prediction is wrong. And I would be, I'd be I wouldn't be shocked to see Civilly or Armistead be one the Sunday guy. I think it's really a toss up between all three of them. But all three of them will have a, a crucial crucial role in the bullpen. Well, we can't wait, Dima. Can you hang on? Talk a little basketball with you if you got a few more minutes. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Dima Mixon from the Student Prince uh, on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We'll be right back. But I want to remind you first of all about our official auto dealer of the Eagle Hour, Genesis of Hattiesburg. Genesis sedans and SUVs are the finest luxury vehicles on the road today. Coming soon, the all-new Genesis showroom. It's located on Highway 98 West in Hattiesburg, and it is beautiful. It is really going to be a nice addition to the community. Also, don't forget the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast on Apple, Audible, Spotify, Stitcher. Tune in, or you can just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Still to come, Nick Monastere. More from Diva Mixon. Lots to talk about. Don't go anywhere.
You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, let's get right back into it. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmart on Hardy Street. Miss Kathleen has all the baseball apparel you're going to need for opening weekend. Just be sure to tell her that Kelly Sanner said hello. That'll get her attention. Yeah. And that will not get you a discount, but it will be a nice thing for you to do. They're located on Hardy Street. You can shop them online at campusbookmart.net. She'll assume that you're wanting to go to the big and tall section. Correct. If, right. <laughs> She'll lead you straight back. back <laughs> hey, talk about a show. Friday, two-hour Eagle Hour from Pete Taylor Park. Bob, nobody wants to be on that show. Nobody. So You we, don't, Kelly. So, so what we had to settle for was Hill Denson, Scott Berry, John Cox, Jeremy McLean, Brian Dozier, and Daniel Stewart. The that, proverbial who's who. That is our lineup. Of Southern that Miss is Royalty. baseball royalty there, my friend. You're not kidding. One to three o'clock. Uh, Pete Taylor Park, hope uh, you'll stop by, say hello to us. All right, Dima Mixon's with us. Uh, Dima, let's switch, let's switch sports here for a minute because I know that you keep a close eye and cover them all. Uh, basketball, everybody, tell me if this is a fair statement. What our basketball teams are doing right now is they're jockeying for position in the tournament because nobody in the Sun Belt is going to advance past the tournament unless they win the tournament. So the objective right now, am, am, I, am I wrong or right, is to get in that top four and get yourself in as good a position as possible to make a run in the tournament. Of course. I think that's a very, very perfect way of looking at it. Um, and, and even with all of the, the woes that Southern Miss has had over the past couple of weeks, obviously uncontrollable, um, nothing that's really on them, uh, a lot of injury stuff, and then obviously thoughts and prayers go out to the Ladner family, and, and we wish um, Coach Ladner nothing but um, well wishes on his recovery. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're still sitting there at, the, the, at number five with the number five seed, and you, and you really want to get in there in the top four, um, to get that double buy, it's just so crucial in any tournament to get two automatic wins where you don't even have to lift, just lift a finger. Um, and, you know, you can be that South Alabama team from last season that knocked off Southern Miss as the number one seed. It's just an eight seed, you know. So, obviously, they didn't come into the double buy, but um, you can feel like you can you – can, you really feel like Southern Miss can do that. They've been able to beat the top notch of the Sun Belt opponents so far. And if you have a full – full-strength Southern Miss team, you really feel like they have a chance to win it. I mean, it looks like right now that Crap State's going to be one or two. That would be App State. Oh, sorry about that. And and Troy, it looks like those two have got one and two pretty much locked up, all right? But when you look at the rest of the Southern Miss schedule, Dima, you got two games with South Al. They're in the bottom third. You've got two games left with Louisiana, which is not in the bottom third, but Louisiana is going to be right in there fighting for that fourth position with Southern Miss. It's to me, it's all going to come down to that two game series, you know, with Louisiana. You sweep that, then you're sitting in pretty good shape. Plus, you got a game with Texas State left and a game with Louisiana Monroe. Those are going to be this week. But then the only four games remaining are a home and home with South Al and a home and home with Louisiana. So all in all, and compared to the rest of the teams. I think the Eagles are sitting pretty good, Dima. What say you? Yeah, I, I agree. And also, a note about Louisiana is they still have to play Troy in between both of those Southern Miss games. Um, so they—that's. I mean, that's just a rough road when you got to play Southern Miss uh, on the road. Then you got to go. You got to play Troy, who's like you said on the top, and then play Southern Miss again. So, uh, and I and I, I agree with that, that. That really, it'll come down to those two games. 
But also, they got to take care of business against UL Monroe and Texas State because if they don't take care of business there, you can pretty much forget it, I think. So you got to take care of home business this week. And you, you really hope you can get one of the the road games at South Allard, Louisiana. You don't have to get both of them, but just one of them would just be huge, preferably against Louisiana, as you're saying. Luke? Dima, we have on occasion seen this basketball team just say, "What? Where? Where are you?" You know, the the Troy game comes to mind, the Georgia Southern game comes. Those are a, a while back you know, for sure. But you know, the Texas State game. We were talking to Coach Cardone yesterday. Texas State shot seven threes in that game, only hit one, and you still you know lose that one. And so, has there been something where you know that that little hiccup uh, emerges? Do you think there's something there, or it's just it was a bad day in the gym. Well, I think, well, first of all, I would say that the Sun Belt basketball in general is very competitive. I really do echo Ladner's sentiment when he tells us that anybody can win on any given day, and it's very difficult to go on the road in the Sun Belt basketball. But also, I would also say that Sun Belt basketball is just, I mean, basketball in general is just as much as a mental sport as it is a, you know, how well you're shooting and how good you're playing defense. There's been a lot of off-court things happening with Southern Miss basketball that really gets in the way. I mean, I played basketball for you know for my entire high school. Not saying I was any level of Southern Miss basketball, but I know that when you have off-court things, it really does affect your daily routine. Yeah. It affects this thing. It, it it just affects it, and it can affect how well you shoot on a certain day. You know, you're coming down the court at home, and you're looking over to your bench, and you see Juan Cardona. You don't see Jade Ladner, and then it reminds you oh, that's because of, you know, everything that happened with that. And so, um, you know, <laughs> it's just as much as a mental game. So you really hope that they can lock in over the next couple weeks. And it, it, they really don't have to do that much. They put themselves in a good position, even with all of their uh, deficiencies in some of those games they probably should have won. That's a great point you bring up, just the, the off-the-court stuff. Um, take out Awako, take out Crowley. And partially take out Hart because he will play a big part. Who is going to be the the biggest help to those three down the stretch? And it may be somebody that we're not really talking about right now. Yeah, I, I think Kobe Montgomery. Um, I think that him, his three point presence has got to come in some of the bigger games. You know, he's he's done it in the uh, in some of the games where you know they they, they were winning, but I really think that. Uh, you really, you really want his presence to hit some big shots in some of those bigger games, and you wouldn't really mind another thirty-one pointer from uh, from Milwaukee again. <laughs> and a thirty-pointer from uh, from AC, you know, a day before that. And those are, you know, normally when you look at a Southern Miss a line score, you're looking at four or you know three, four, or five players that are in the sixteen, seventeen, eighteen point range. Right, it's all pretty close yep. there. But those two guys, Iwako was out of his mind this past weekend. And um, and but Austin Crowley, you know, clearly, clearly the guy here. So and you were talking about defending the home court, and that's something that I think sometimes gets lost in our conversation. You guys, Eagles haven't lost a game at home. I mean, you talk right. about a team that really defends their home court well. Right. That's mm. that's Southern Miss, man. But and can I, you continue that? I mean, you know, you just don't know. Well, I you know the chances are of you continuing it against Louisiana Monroe and South Al oh, and good. Texas State are better 
than right. if, you know, right. App State or Troy had to come in here. Right. App State. Yep. Is that what you said? I did say App okay. State this time. Yeah, the censors are texting us. All me? right, Dima, we're going we're gonna to stay in touch with you as things play out, man. We really appreciate that you being on the show. Now, Dima, one last thing. Take yep. my take the fiance to Lenny Subs, buy her a Philly cheesesteak, and then you can call me later and thank me for the response. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I might take you up on that. How about that? <laughs> All right, my friend. Good hearing from you, Dima. We appreciate you. Thank you. Dima Mixon, everybody from the student prince. I like that kid, Kelly. And, a- and you know, for being a student. And we, we make fun of Gen Zers or whatever you want to. I don't know what you call them kids these days. He's mature beyond oh, his, there's no question. you know, beyond his years. And there's is no uh, good for him. Well, I guess everybody knows that Southern Miss uh, Athletics Director Jeremy McClain. Did I mention he's going to be on the show Friday? Announced that former Golden Eagle baseball coach Scott Berry. Has, did I mention he's going to be on the show Friday? Yeah, and, and the <laughs> fact that Jay-Z wanted to get on and you didn't. I bumped him. Yeah, you don't have time for him. Bumped him. <laughs> and Taylor, I don't even return her calls anymore. And Beyonce, even you know, yeah, you know, I, I should have never gotten involved with Taylor Swift. Uh, somebody's <laughs> blowing their horn at you in the parking lot because yeah. they're not on the, get, uh, yeah. the show Friday. Okay, okay. So uh, Scott Perry has rejoined the the uh, school as assistant athletic director for community relations. And Luke Johnson, I would say to you that you simply could not find a better person. To be the associate athletic director, assistant athletic director for community relations. Then Scott, I would Barrett. like to have seen the negotiations, uh, especially during deer and turkey season. Um, there will be yeah. certain hours in his expectations that are probably blocked off. No, but that he's the guy you want. I mean, he was already doing it, right? He was right. already in the community and uh, on one side for the baseball program, and so now he's able to do that for the entire athletic program. There's no question. And, you know, he's coming off. And, guys, this is the easy thing to, to forget about. Uh, he, he left this program in pretty good shape. They will, uh, they will enter their they, – they've had seven straight – what I'm trying to say – seven straight seasons of 40 wins or more, and that is numero uno in Division I college baseball. So I'm thinking he left the program in pretty good shape. That You certainly would expect that of him in particular – but the fact that he did it, when you see all these other coaches that mysteriously leave for other jobs, knowing that there's no talent in the cupboard, you know, right. for the person coming behind them, it is interesting the timing of all, a lot of these other coach mm-hmm. departures. Well, Scott left the cupboard pretty full, and uh, we can't wait for Friday afternoon. All right, when we come back, we're going to hear from a baseball player. I may make a last-minute switch based on what we just heard Dima say, but uh, we'll bring you an interview right after this. To the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, welcome back, everybody. We appreciate Dima Mixon, like him a lot. Always uh, welcome him on the show. This segment sponsored by 4th Street Bar and Grill. It's a great place to hang out this weekend. 
I'd be at the peak, but if you're not, you can go to Four Street Bar and Grill. They'll have all the games on the TV. That you can be sure, and there'll always be good food and a lot of friendly Southern Miss conversation at Four Street Bar and Grill. Kelly and I are, are very shameless people. Lauren Lauren Johnson happens to be in our studio in Laurel, and when she's so sweet, she always comes on and talks to us. And then Kelly and I can't control ourselves. We start peppering her with medical questions. We're always looking for something free, right, Senator? Well, at our age, free medical advice. We're falling apart, you know. So, yeah. so Lauren graciously agreed to text us her personal phone number, and in the future, when we have medical questions, we can. We could just pass them along to her. You're yeah, good with a, that, it's like a, right? It's like a collect call. It will be, uh, you know, every every question you'll get charged for it. <laughs> All right. Lost we take uh, MasterCard, Visa, and okay. uh, Google Pay. Google Pay, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Lawson Odom is a young man from West Jones, and I was telling you guys all fair, I'm, I'm almost sure he and his dad sat with us at a game last year because, Luke, there was no other kid that came from West Jones onto the team this year, right? That's right. He's the only one. All right, so there's a lot of talk that uh, as a true freshman, this this young man's really competing for the catcher's job at Southern Miss. Well, Kelly talked to him last week, and we're happy to bring you this uh, conversation uh, with one of the newest Golden Eagles, Lawson Odom. From the free state of Jones, West Jones uh, product, Lawson Odom with us on the Eagle Hour at Lawson, a freshman. This is big. I mean, West Jones high school baseball is pretty big time, but now this is college big time tell me about how you've made the adjustment up to now uh just uh really finding my routine uh just sticking to it and uh help uh, older guys are just helping me transition if i have any questions or if they see me and not like i need help or anything they just put in some input for me and just let me make mistakes and learn from them yeah it's a different role too because like at west jones or any high school team you, you're the stud you know now you come and everybody on this team is as good if not better with all due respect you know than you are so how do you handle that mentally uh just just how uh you were talking with bailey mindset coach Oz is really big on mindset so just believing in yourself we had a quote yesterday it was like you uh you're the only one that can make your ability like uh trust your ability and work with your ability and you're the only person that can do uh stuff with that do, do you find that you're able to critically look at yourself these are my strengths these are my weaknesses and then be able to pick it apart and if so what are some of the things that you that you think you do especially well and some things you might want to work on uh for sure hitting i mean hitting's already hard enough and then just trying to perfect my swing and craft and mindset and approach and uh that's one big thing i've had to adjust and change a little bit and then focus more on how is the how is the pitching different now and these are guys that are on your side right but how has the pitching been different compared to what you faced at the, in high school uh they'll for sure find your weaknesses and throw it there until you show them that you can hit it so uh just learning to hit certain pitches and certain counts and if you get in a hitter's count just don't always expect fastball it could be a slider curveball in that account too how do you think coming from by the way trey sutton is my neighbor by the way, he lives right across the street from me, so we get to talk a lot of, a lot of baseball. But how do you think coming from a, a winning, a traditionally good high school program compared to maybe not coming from one has helped you in this transition at Southern Miss? Uh, it's helped me because uh, Southern Miss is a winning program. I can't remember the stat on it, but they've had multiple, multiple 40-win seasons. So, I mean, uh, transitioning from a winning mindset to uh, another program with a winning mindset as a – not much has changed, just 
same mindset as I had when I was in high school. Yeah, when, when you talked about hitting, is there one particular pitch that you struggle with more than others? Uh, and, you, and because other teams might be listening to this, you don't have to be specific, right? But, but is that the case? Uh, I mean, for sure. I mean, we have guys with really, really good stuff. And so uh, they always say if you can hit our guys, it probably may be a little easier hitting the other opponents because our pitching staff is so good. So just things like that. I would think that coming in as a freshman, the toughest thing to learn would be patience. Because like I said, you've always been the stud, right? And now this whole team is, is full of studs. So uh, is it again mental expectation? Yeah, the biggest thing is mental. If you're strong mentally, you should be able to do whatever you want to do. Patience or whatever it needs to be. Okay, let me talk about the academic side, making the transition from high school to college. Has that what sort of difficulties have you faced, if at all? Uh, honestly, it's been the same thing. I took college cor- uh, courses in high school, so I mean, I already knew what to expect. It's just really the bigger campus than than high school. And Lawson's kind of an unusual first name, right? Is it a family name, or is, is there a story behind your name? Uh, no, it's not a family name. It's just just something they came up with, right? It up. works. It's it's unique, you know. So. How good we talked to, uh, talked a little bit earlier about no you're not in the top twenty five all those sorts of things, but how good do you guys think you can be and what what is the media not seeing about this team where they're not getting any love where if you could tell the media you could say you're overlooking what about this southern miss team uh just how hard working we are i mean uh I think they're missing that we're kind of like dirt bags like we just play hard and till the game's over with and coach Oz always says uh six seventh eighth innings when you win ball games so I think we're really good at that so just winning those innings and playing hard it's what people may not may overlook. Graham Crawford said on the show last year and I'm paraphrasing here he said as good as that team was last year you don't even realize how good the next guys in line are because you know they don't get to play well a lot of those guys now are are stepping up how do you react to his analysis uh i agree i mean i mean we're two or three players deep in every position that can throw just as hard hit just as far and run just as fast as everybody else okay so you're setting the bar you're setting the expectation bar pretty high here loss yes sir well we look forward to following your career and thanks for your time today yes sir thank you all right, Luke Johnson, you keep up with West Jones High School. Let our listeners know about this kid, uh, Autumn Lo- uh, Lawson Odom. Well, a few things about him. Um, he was, you know, an eighth grader when, when Dickerson was a senior. I think I did my math right on that. He was a guy that was always at the top of the the uh, the order, and he took over that shortstop position from, from Dickerson. So when you get a West Jones guy – um, and I'm not just saying this because they're my high school. I'm just simply saying they the the coaching is extremely good. Wade Clark, um, who was my high school coach, he's back as a as just a volunteer assistant. He he can coach up uh, hitting. Of course, what Sutton brings with the the IQ and the hitting and the fielding. Uh, Michael Gavin, I, th- their coaching is extremely good. And you got to remember, for about maybe a month a year, you get Bobby Dickerson thrown in there occasionally. So. I think probably guys that will come through that program that have the type of ability that Lawson does, I, I think some of their baseball IQ may be a little higher. And it's not just with Wes Jones. I mean, some of these standout programs, these guys, you know, that you feel like maybe their their track, their advance maybe six months ahead, you know, when they get in, uh, to to this, this type of level. But he was always a guy, hustle guy, 
Top of the order, had about, a, I think it was like a 316, 315 career average. Uh, hit a lot of RBIs, but was just one of those guys that he he can be one of the best players on the field in, in high school, and you didn't really realize it. I mean, he, that's just, it's one of those guys where his absence is far more noticeable than his presence because you know what you're going to get out of him every single day. Kelly, how unusual is that to have a kid that's so athletic he's a starting shortstop on a really good caliber high school baseball team, but then he can transition and maybe start catching on a Division One college? That is a salute to his athleticism physically. And it's a salute to what he's got between his ears. And did you guys pick up where he said when I was talking about the academic transition, he said, well, I've been taking advanced placement courses for a while. So obviously this kid's got it between the ears too. And look, the catching position is the quickest way to the major leagues. I mean, nobody wants to catch, right? The competition isn't as fierce. I mean, it's still obviously fierce at that level. But I'm just saying, if you want to play in the bigs, the catching position is where, where you want to be. And if this guy can, can start as a freshman and perform and lock down the middle of an infield, which is where the strength of any team is going to be, is up the middle, right? extraordinary for a freshman to, to be given that responsibility. We'll see how he responds, if indeed he winds up being the starter. So I, undoubtedly, too, you're going to have more than one kid catch. We, we sure. know you can't do that. Uh, so the team I, appears to be deep at that position, too, guys. Yeah, I, I think we're not talking about the depth at catcher because there's not experience at catcher. But I don't. I, I think to your point, Bob, the catcher position is deep because of the talent that's there. Yeah. Um, if this were another position, you know, we might be talking about it, you know, a, a little more. I do think that whoever takes it, whether it's Odom, Stockman, Crawford, they're going to have to grow into what Blake Johnson and Montenegro were because that, that, especially, you know, how Rodrigo ended the season last year, we were spoiled to death behind the plate. And so there will be somewhat of a learning curve there. At the same time, um, I, I do think, to your point, it's a, it's a talent deep position behind the plate. No question. It sounds pretty good, guys. Well, and my, I think I'm the only one that, that is just saying I have no problems with saying the expectations for this team should be really high. They're going to dime some folks this year. They're going to 10 run some folks. I think starting this weekend. <laughs> it wouldn't be a bad start. <laughs> we'll be back. Southern Miss to the top. Final segment on the middle of the week. Brought to you by D-Bad Hattiesburg, dbadhattiesburg.com. Baseball season's here. Softball season as well. It's all at D-Bat in Hattiesburg. Luke, Bob, and Kelly from the Southern Bancorp Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. A little over 48 hours away from first pitch. Southern Miss uh, on Friday. Kelly, you got to tell me, uh, pronounce the uh, the team that we are competing against from New York this weekend. The Marist Red Foxes. See, I never want to say, ah, uh, I always want to say, yeah. m- muh. 
So yeah, yeah that's Marist. that's what that's what Demas called them. Ma- Marist. They're from yeah. New York. Marist. Marist. They're yeah. from New York. And people so. forget we're playing Air Force on Monday. It's like yeah. a, it's a four game opening you know, that's weekend. Right. Yeah, that's right. All right, lots of news and notes. Southern Miss Sprinter Kingsley Unorgi and DeAndre Ward, one from Nigeria. DeAndre Ward from Brandon, Mississippi. Both are the Sun Belt Indoor Track and Field Men's uh, Track and Field uh, Players of the Week this week. So congratulations uh, to them. Another Southern Miss Player of the Week, Victory Waco Sun Belt Player of the Week. He had a pair of double doubles against Old Dominion and Western Michigan against Old Dominion. 12 points, 11 rebounds, and then went off uh, against Western Michigan. 31 points. 13 rebounds, so I've, we're supposed to call him V.I. now, right? That's that's what the guy's calling Well, the way he played out of his mind over the weekend, I'm calling him now Victor Iwako because yeah, he, he was, was wacko this weekend, man. Victor Iwako, Sunbelt Men's Basketball Player of the Week. Golf finishes tied for seventh yesterday. Robbie Ladder and Bennett Ruby uh, had a strong finish. They play seventh in the 14th team event uh, down in Mobile. And uh, Ruby shot a 68 to complete his second round, had a team-low 69 in the final round. It was his best finish as a Golden Eagle. So Coach Brescher's guys get ready to go out. Uh, they're going to Puerto Rico at the end of this month, February 25th through the 27th. A big weekend this weekend uh, for Southern Miss. Super Saturday, women's basketball at 12 p.m. against Texas State. Softball hosts Missouri State at 1-3. Men's basketball caps off a doubleheader at 2.30. And then baseball against Marist at uh, 6 p.m. There are tons of promotions, okay, like tons of them, uh, on southernmiss.com. If you go to the men's basketball game uh, and the women's basketball game, you can go to both softball games for free, a two-for-one basketball deal. Free Shipley's Donuts are at the women's basketball and softball game. Wait, what did you say? What did you say? Yeah, I said it. (laughs) What did he say? Free donuts. Shipley donuts. Really? Yeah. Not as good as uh, Mobe Beignet Beignets, but no, of course not. Super Saturday, Super Saturday. So, all right. Um, in the uh, Southern Bancor Studios with me now, the uh, medical professional of the Eagle Hour, Lauren Johnson, is joining us. So, do not ask anything that would embarrass you on air, guys. No, but you can call. Let me give you the number. You can call now, and Lauren uh, will give us some free medical advice in the last two and a half minutes of the show. Man, the golf team getting to go to Puerto. Wait a minute. Oh. Lauren's trying to talk, Kelly. Oh, sorry. W- what were you saying, Lauren? I said, what's in this for me? Uh, oh. Our endearing love, Lauren. How does that I sound? thought I already had that. Well, you do, actually. You do. Thank you. you do. Interestingly, that's the same thing she said to Luke when he asked her to marry him. What's in it for me? <laughs> Bob, yesterday, by the way, yesterday, Kelly asked uh, what I had got Lauren, and I said, well, because of you know the jabs that I take on this show with the gravy train, he should have asked what Lauren got for me. <laughs> what did you get him, Lauren? I got him a card and uh-huh. a framed picture of me and Nola. Yeah, we talked about Nola oh, Monday. We did. Oh, we honored Nola. Yeah. What did yeah. What did he give you, dear? He gave me a very sweet card, a Starbucks gift card, and some mm. little some candy. And we went to lunch. We went to okay. dinner last night. We had lunch today. You said very sweet. We, could, could you share with our audience an example of how romantic <laughs> Luke can be, Lauren? Not we have you on the show. Um, I mean, I don't want to get too gushy, but he's very sweet. Oh, is he? always very sweet to me. I wrote two uh, two sentences. Kelly Sander could could take note. I could could help him. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, let me get a pen. You All right, go, share go it? ahead. Go ahead. Sure. 
No, I just told her oh, I loved her. That's oh, oh. what I told her when I proposed to her in The Rock. I just told her I loved her. Yeah. Even though you did postpone that a week because of a because of a loss. Okay, would you have proposed after <laughs> losing in the last minute of a game? Well, I don't know. With Lauren, maybe so. Yeah, that might have taken precedent over the game. The, the line, though, and she'll remember this, the line earlier in the year was, I played so much golf with Darren McCaleb this year, I won't be able to buy you a ring. That's oh, the actual, I see. I see. actual yeah. line. And as, and as we look out in the, the studio, the Southern Bancor studio here in Hattiesburg, I look out there, it happens to be a grocery store nearby. And, and I just rolling the flowers. These on. dead man walking, you know, in and out of store with so flowers. Lauren, so, Lauren, as a producer of this show, let me just tell you, if I haven't told you before, at any point you would like to replace Luke as the co-host, all you have to do is give me the word. <laughs> That's good to know, Bob. If my, I'm uh, sure yeah, you'll want to medical. give up your medical profession to be on the Eagle Hour. Who wouldn't? Who yeah, wouldn't? Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, but I, I think Luke is much better than me i would not be uh, much help to y'all at all hey you guys got like 10 <laughs> seconds if you want to yeah. sneak in a medical question but you're the you're the person i'm gonna call next time i'm feeling achy and tired you absolutely can bob hey lauren happy valentine's day dear. happy valentine's day to y'all one of the sweetest people on the planet last do- last time i went to a doctor he gave me six months to live i couldn't pay my bill he gave me another six months <laughs> We'll be back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Kelly may not, but the rest of us will. Until then, Southern Miss. (laughs) To To the the top. top. Keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.